Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Mile Higher Podcast, episode 153. Today, we're doing a super chill episode. You guys have been requesting that we do one of our Q&A episodes where we get questions from Instagram via voice memos so we get to hear your beautiful voices. Yes, I always love these because... You guys are so much like us that you always bring us the most interesting questions and topics. And so I'm very excited to see what we dive into today. Yeah, they really do. And it's kind of fun hearing your voices because we haven't been able to do a meetup or anything in because of the pandemic yeah, for over a or year. Show or anything. Um, so it's it does help to hear someone's voice or normally to see someone's face and kind of put a face with your viewers. Mm-hmm. Um, but just hearing your voices, I think, helps. And it's been about... I think six months or so since we've done this. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a long time. So yes, we're really excited. Um, So we're just going to get right into that because you guys sent a ton of questions. And if you want to participate in the next one, you can follow us at Pod on Instagram. And that's where we pull our voice memos from. You know what else we got going on? Giveaway. Yes, we do. On our Instagram for Higher Love Wellness which is Higher Love Wellness Co. And we are giving away one of all our products. So all you got to do is follow and comment on the giveaway post. And this giveaway, let's see, when does it end? Let me pull up my calendar here. So in case you haven't checked out HigherLoveWellness.com, we have a wide range of uh, CBD extracted from hemp. It's all grown and produced here in Colorado. It's THC free. You will pass a drug test. And... It's all really good stuff. I mean, we're not just saying that either. Like we went with the highest quality CBD we could find local farms here in Colorado. I mean, it's really, really good stuff. So what do we have here right now? We have the, our, basically our dab pen or turp pen. Yeah. This is is one of our products I wanted to highlight this week because I don't think a lot of people have even heard of these turp pens. They are so cool and they can be used for our CBD wax that we have or they can be used with any other concentrate you may have yep. <laughs> um, with or without CBD. So I wanted to share that. Also, you guys have been loving our gummies. We've gotten great feedback on the flavor in these, which we picked all these flavors. We did them custom and tested them. So it's grape, watermelon, and Josh's favorite, blue, blue raz. I don't know. Mm. I think the watermelon's better. What do you think, Janelle? What's Definitely your favorite flavor? Blue raz or water. I don't know. I like both. I'm not a big grape fan in general. Just in life. Yeah. But honestly, I will say, your grape is one of the better grapes. Like, for being a non-graper, <laughs> a I, would, I, would do, I would do your grapes. Like, they're not bad. <laughs> you do our grapes. Wow. Oh, you heard it here first, you guys. <laughs> and that's because we have terpenes in our products, which flavor our products very naturally it really gives you a fruit taste like yeah. juice because we literally took the, the molecule from the fruit and put it into our gummy yeah really so, it's good mm. stuff and cbd can help with so many things we have more information on our website if you are curious and want to know more but yes that giveaway just so you know is going until march 24th and yeah all you have to do to enter is follow at higher love wellness co and comment on the giveaway post, which will be clearly marked. Yes, and thank you to everybody who's already purchased yeah. uh, Higher Love Wellness products. Seriously, thank you for having faith in us and our startup. We've been yeah. trying to you know, figure it out. And we're doing everything like in-house. We are very busy. Literally, our friends are running this business and doing yeah. customer service. Yep. And like we're starting very small and keeping it that way. Well, <laughs> hopefully we'll grow. But we're, <laughs> you know, we're not in the rush to grow. We want to make sure we get everything down during this period. Yep. So. Thank you to everyone who's trusted our launch and has given us great feedback as well. We've loved to see all your pictures and reviews. It's been so exciting. 
Yes, and so much more to come as yes. well. This is just the beginning. Yep, already working on new things. Lots of cool things coming. So with that being said, shall we get into our burning questions? Oh, burning questions. <laughs> That's what I always <laughs> like when I hear that, burning questions. All right, are they burning? Some <laughs> of them, they are. I found that I've tried to find the best ones. Okay, so we'll see how we do here. Hi, Kendall, Josh, and Janelle. I'm Olivia from Ohio, and my question is, what time period would you have wanted to live through besides right now? That's so hard. What time period would you want to live through? So many time periods to choose Dude, from, right? Honestly, any time period. I'd rather just live now. <laughs> like, if you think about really yeah. living in any oh, other time I period. Mean, yeah. I guess living is different than visiting. It like would, if, yeah. If you'd like there permanently. Yeah. But I'm pretty used you're, to like our well, modern, yeah. you know, my tushy bidet. I'm not going to get that <laughs> like in the 19, early 1900s or something. Or any time yeah. prior to that. <laughs> yeah, really. I guess mm. it's the last like, living though. Cause I, I mean, guess not, there was bidets back in. Yeah. Back fancy in the ones. You have to pay out the ass for it. Uh, literally. literally <laughs> <out the laughs> ass. So like, what if not staying in current time was not an option? So what pastime? Yeah. I'm if you were think. forced to, if there was somebody that forced a gun to your head said, you know what? You must time travel back to this period where you will live for the rest of your life. Where mm. would, what time period would you go to? Live for the rest of, rest of your life. life from this point forward. So from your age right now. God, it's so crazy. And your skills and intellect, what time period would you want to be in? And why? What would you want to be in while I'm thinking, while I'm brewing my answer? Well, a lot, a part of me would love to go back to the medieval ages and... <laughs> If only I was of royalty and I was a king or a knight, that would be kind of cool. So you'd be like ordering for people to get their heads chopped off and stuff. You'd be down. I would be doing the beheadings probably. Oh, wow. So you'd be so. the king and the executionist all in one. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wow, so savage. I'd be like King Joffrey. All right. King Joffrey. King, <laughs> king Joffrey. Yeah, I was going to say that's Joshery. convenient. Yeah, exactly. Joffrey. That's oh actually God. should be a name like well, Zachary, a, but Joshrey. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Middle Ages. I mean, I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan, so I just mm -hmm. love that whole time period and you know, and the lore around that. But yeah, you'd have to be like a king or someone in power to to enjoy that. Or else right. If shitty. I was just a serf, fuck that. I'm not gonna. Do, <laughs> I don't want to be plowing fields all day just to come get pillaged by some <laughs> other. Well, I guess you could say that about any time people. period, though. Is like I would go back if I could be the royalty or the pharaohs or whoever was at the top. What would you structure? What would you go to? I I want to say Egypt because so you can be mummified. <laughs> no, I'm actually really afraid of all of that. And I would not want to be mummified, but I don't know. I guess just to see it that would be my main reason is just to see what it was actually like. Since yeah. we really have no idea, and I think it would look the most different. I don't Kendall Patra, it'd be so different. Kendall Patra, oh my god, wow! <laughs> can you be that for Halloween? <laughs> Holy shit, that's amazing! I would love to see you dressed up as an Egyptian. If you want Kendall to dress up, like yes. no, we're already yeah. planning a Halloween costume. Oh, actually, Janelle, we oh, have included you into shit. it—a group costume. Oh hell So you yeah. have to be involved in it. I'll, <laughs> we tell should, you I'll later. be your prince of Egypt. Oh, I like that. Let's do some Egyptian role playing. Okay, <laughs> and can we Egyptian get the next question? Fans. Oh man, that sounds fun. <laughs> oh boy. All right, here we go. And build the pyramid together <laughs> oh <my laughs> then you can mummify me Ew, okay babe nice he's like wrap me up <laughs> all right here we go hi guys my name is holly and i'm from ireland um i've literally been watching your podcast from the very beginning hi josh hi kendall hi janelle 
I just wanted to know, was there a case that had the most impact on you, like, throughout your whole podcast? What was a case that had the most impact on you? Bye. As far as cases we've covered on the podcast. Yes. So, up to this point, yeah. Mm, I have my answer, at least personally. Oh, do you? Yes. Share, please share. I will. Sarah Turning coming on. Yeah. That was the most impactful. Definitely. I think. Her interview was Her cool. interview is cool. And just, like, that whole story in general is just really... Mm-hmm. really mind-blowing but yeah. yeah having her on the show was really cool honestly yeah i don't know there's a lot of them though i agree with that talk about impactful mm-hmm. i mean that whole story in general and what sarah's done I was since. Gonna say, yeah since holy shit damn yeah it's crazy but that interview was before all that happened so it's kind of interesting mm-hmm. hearing her pre-thoughts yeah I, I stumbled across that the other day on youtube that interview hmm. love that one I mean, impactful, I'd say any interview with a a victim or victim's family member, even uh, with Jenny, Mm -hmm. was pretty impactful too. So, but if we're talking non, you know, non like interviews like that, I would say (sighs) John Benet Ramsey still gets me like, because that one I just, I want to know. (laughs) No, but, but I just, I know so many people agree with I you. I feel like I know what happened with that and I just want to confirm. No, I you know, I happened. get you, dude. Like that's going to bother me until the day I die, I feel. It's so and I don't know if we'll ever get answers for that case. Yeah. Yeah. No, we probably won't, honestly, at this point. Probably not. Or I'd say like Chris Watts too cuz that one was like so close oh, to yeah. home for us and yeah. it's obviously just such a horrific tragedy of what happened and Yeah. You know, it's just that one was a really tough one too. Yeah, I think I have to agree with you. Chris Watts first came to mind because I I kind of put Chris Watts out of my mind most of the time because literally even hearing his name raises my blood pressure and stresses me out. So I don't like to cover him. But um, Lacey Peterson, I think that case for some reason was very impactful on me. Just, I don't know, something about it and the condition which she was found. I think and, it's just yeah the re- the ability to relate to those cases too. Like whenever you can personally relate to a case or you can kind of see yourself in the victim's shoes or in their position. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can imagine what if I was that in that scenario. And I that's think true. that's why, especially like, you know, as a female talking about another case where the victim is female, I'm mm-hmm. sure it's even easier for that to have an impact on you as opposed to, you know, me looking yeah. at it from the male's point of view. Yeah, that's probably true. So yeah, that's, that's, that's another impactful case for sure though. Mm-hmm. Hi, my name is Marlena Galvan, and I'm from Texas, and I was wondering if you could be in any of the Black Mirror episodes, which one would you be in and why? And if one were to potentially happen, which one do you think it would be? I found this so interesting because Black Mirror is such a mind fuck. Yeah, it really is. Like, if you could live in one of those scenarios, that would be... Oh, there's so many. I don't know. I don't know if I'd really want to live in any of them. I, I mean, they all have like cons to them. They have some cool things. I don't, I guess I'd have to go to my favorite episode of all time. San Junipero. That's, that's what I was going to say too. Just because I love that whole concept of. Yeah, I do. I love that. I've life like continuing so on mm-hmm. even after you're gone. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, one of the more positive black mirror episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's still trippy as fuck. Yeah. It kind of like leaves you feeling like questioning everything, but. Cause a lot of them a little just less don't scary. have great endings to them. <laughs> you know, yeah. like you're kind of left like. <laughs> Man, I hope that ne- I never am in a situation like that or the world doesn't end up like this. I know. And oftentimes I end up feeling like, oh, that's coming. That's <laughs> coming. They foreshadow. I mm-hmm. feel like it's crazy. I don't know. Was part of her question, 
what one she thought would most likely happen. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think that's what I heard. Um, I think probably one of the social media ones, mm. like there's that, what? I can't remember the name of the episode, but where everybody has a rating. Yeah. yeah. The number. Yep. It's like in one of the, I think it's in the first season or maybe it's, like, it's one of the first like two seasons yeah, of episodes and where everybody has like a rating on there yep. and, uh-huh. and it goes on up or down based like on, you. on like based random on, stuff though. Mm-hmm. It's on like, just like every day, like anyone, even at the coffee store, yeah. the person can judge how you were acting <laughs> yeah. and like give you a rating and it will oh. change your public score. Well, it's basically Everyone Sims else. world. Like it's yeah. like if, our civilization turns into sim style mm-hmm. which i don't know if we'd ever be fully to where we have rankings and everything but i think something with social media one of those episodes or the one with miley cyrus that one was really interesting but what about you any um, that jump out to you yeah either of those i mean i don't honestly it's been a while since i've watched a lot of the we haven't watched the newer stuff. ones no we haven't watched ones. any of the latest stuff so we're probably we've been so bad busy. judge of those episodes but yeah we like the original the first series. season we watched yeah. all the way through. I don't. Season. I don't know how much we watched beyond that, but mm-hmm. it's also interesting. It so is definitely a great show. Hi, my name is Christina, and I'm from San Diego, California. And I was just wondering if you guys could go into the future about maybe 20 years, but you had to pick an event to go to to see what the future looks like. What would you pick? For example, the presidential election or the Olympics. By the way, love the podcast and love your guys's energy all the time. Have a good one. It's funny. She literally read my mind. I was thinking like, hmm, like an event, the Olympics or the presidential election. Shut up. Yeah. And then she That's crazy. I can't think of anything else, really. That's what comes to mind when I think of historical event. As far as America goes, there's not too much. In the future, right? Yeah. So it could be anything. 20 years. But to see, you'd go to it to see what everything is like at the event. Oh, it's already a known event. Yeah. Okay. It's not some made up event. event. Okay. Because I was thinking, I was like, oh, well. No, if you had to plug into your time machine, take me to this day, I want to see this event. Ooh, that's actually a really good question because I don't think I even think about events in that way ever about like that this (laughs) event would happen in 20 years from now Mm -hmm. and what what that event is going to be like. I well, kinda, it could be a personal event too, maybe like mm-hmm. my birthday, my hundredth birthday. You, wanna, you could go <laughs> yeah. see a birthday. See, see if I make it to a hundred. You're going to be a hundred and twenty years. Go to a hundred years. We're talking twenty years, though. <laughs> twenty. Right. Okay. She said twenty. Okay, not a hundred. So, <laughs> so 20. you'd be forty. You'd be turning forty-nine. Ooh, I don't want to go birthday. see that. <laughs> I don't want to see cake. myself at forty-nine. <laughs> maybe like. No, I was going to say your kid's birth, but whatever, that's going to come in like inevitably. <laughs> he doesn't want to see that. He's going to be passed out. Oh, right. I forgot. He'll this guy can't ground. handle shit. <laughs> right. I I'll forgot. be like this cutting the cord. I'll be like, oh my God. I'll transport God. him and it? he'd like show up, time travel into the room and instantly pass out. <laughs> <laughs> that's my wife getting cut open. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> but like a, a event, I guess. What other events do we got going on here? The Super Bowl 20 years. Oh, yeah. You could yeah. go to the Soups Bowl. Who's going to be in the Super what Bowl? What if Peyton's, Peyton Manning's kids or like one of his sons or something? I think his son daughter. Or Tom great. Brady is still fucking playing. He's still- <laughs> <laughs> and he's still winning. Every, he's won like still everyone playing. since. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. I'm going to have to say I would go forward 20 years and see what would be happening i was gonna say like my kids maybe my first kids graduation or something but that that gives me like two years to get going so <laughs> but yeah that's about accurate i would want to go plans s- i would want to go see the f- a first female be elected prez 
I'm well, hoping how do you know that's that, for sure going to happen? I don't know. I that's, don't know. That's technically a made up fantasy. We but don't know. If oh my god, so you want to go twenty years? years in the future to see if there is a female or not? But you can't just be like when there is because we don't know. I'll see if there is, and if there's not, then I'm definitely leaving this fucking I'm just country. Stay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess a more interesting answer would be. I would just want to see if I'm still doing exactly what I'm doing right now. Honestly, yeah, that's I just cool. want to see my own life. Like, I just want to see if I'm still podcasting yeah. 20 years later. And take me to or, like Christmas 20 years from now. Yeah. What is my life? That's look so like? true. If if my job, like, who knows? I could be doing something completely different in 20 years from now. But I don't think I'd want to see. This reminds me of Click again. That movie. yeah, yeah. You know, why would you want to really know? I don't like true. that. Or go I think to, like, part your of life is a birthday. surprise. 20 yeah. years from now Ooh, that would just make mm-hmm. me sad i don't like that yeah I'd be i think i'll stay here i think i'll, I'll stay, stay here. in this time <laughs> anyway hi josh kendall and janelle my name is julia and i'm from virginia and i've been listening to you guys for past i don't know how many years but i just want to say thank you for making me not feel lonely in this pandemic Aww. but today my question for you is what is a conspiracy that you believe in 100 that you feel like is entirely true and nobody can change your mind or doubt you about it i'm really curious to hear your answer and love you guys oh there's like i have several answers for this oh yeah but i'll just go with the first thing that comes to my head princess diana was murdered that's a no one can convince me she wasn't i i pretty much agree with that especially after watching the interview with oprah Mm, with Meghan markle and (laughs) harry yeah it's pretty interesting they pretty harry pretty much said that he was worried the same thing that happened to Diane was going to happen to Megan. Of course. Why would he? Literally like flat out was like. We're all worried about that, Harry. It, I mean, <laughs> I've been worried about that for a while. After seeing how they've treated her. You go against the status mm-hmm. quo mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. world. Yep. You you are become the enemy, basically. Yeah. Did she talk about that fear? I haven't watched it yet. Like, did she yes. discuss having that she like, get, fear she of get, her life in a sense? She talked about a lot of She things. was basically suicidal wow at one point and one of the biggest problems they had was the tabloids in the uk have been just brutal towards Mm -hmm. them and normally the royal family you know they have they got to have some strings they can pull over there in the media companies and they do it for everybody else in the family but they straight up weren't doing a single thing for them they're Mm -hmm. letting them get torn apart in no i believe it wow yeah it's kind of mind-blowing honestly and that's why we're gonna do an episode we are gonna do an episode because janelle the biggest thing is they straight up said that their son, I, oh, I can't remember his name. What is it? Like Bowie? No, that was the other name. Sorry. Oh, Archie? Archie. Yeah. Archie, their son, Archie, they were worried that his skin would be too dark. The royal family. Oh, and they yeah. told her that. I keep seeing memes about like all this shit now and stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. They That's wouldn't, crazy. They like were actually concerned about it, which I don't know. She wouldn't say who. Is it the royal family? Is it the people that control them, the Commonwealth mm-hmm. or I mean, who exactly is they telling the them this, firm. but they were, were they weren't going to give him like Prince status and they weren't going to let him have security and all these things for literally no reason. Cause it's other wow. than his skin. It's wild. Wow. Yeah. I want to deep dive into the whole yeah. monarchy over there. Yeah. And like, cause there's a lot more to it than I realized, especially after hearing, you know, the fact that the Royal family, Harry literally said his family's like trapped yep. in this system. Damn. There's a system that controls them. Yeah. It reminds me of like a gang, honestly. Like you yeah, can't dude. leave if you try like and leave, you'll get killed. Yeah. It's it's exactly like that. And I think 
this interview has confirmed a lot of things that people have been saying about Diana and about the family in general for a while, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, we're going to dive into it next week. Mm. It'll be a really interesting episode, but conspiracy wise for me, I mean, obviously I'm probably like aliens, biggest fan, uh, fan. So <laughs> the alien conspiracy, a lot of people call it like the alien. I, I believe that the alien conspiracy, the conspiracy of that. The United States government's been covering up alien technology and potentially alien bodies for years. Mm-hmm. I, I pretty much a hundred percent believe that, I agree. uh, that we've known about extraterrestrials for at least a hundred plus years. We have back engineered their technology. The mm-hmm. government, these, you know, unknown entities have this technology and they they use it for various things i mean i've done just too much research i've heard too many stories that it just it seems very obvious to me that aliens are real for one and b ufos are either alien or their government produce you know their military produce of some sort because they've had this technology for years yeah that's a good one you'd have to try pretty hard to convince me not to believe that yeah i don't know if anybody could convince me that there's not aliens contacting us and that ufos are just a bunch of bullshit yeah no. like no i don't think anybody could debunk it enough to the point mm-hmm. where i'd be like oh yeah you know what? I think well there's right. just evidence that you can't debunk mm-hmm. so exactly what about you i feel like the alien thing is harder to disprove like you were saying josh like mm-hmm. that's a great example because if you're you know you have all this evidence stacked up against you you can't like like there's no way to like literally prove once and for all that aliens aren't here even if the evidence we have isn't true like at the end of the day there's just there's so much stuff that there's no way it could be 100 percent disproved even even if there was new evidence coming out i don't understand how there's that could like discount everything that's already come up so far yeah a lot of the evidence in that one you can't really debunk either well we'll try but to me to my to the standards that we would require to change our belief on that yeah. I mean, just the amount of stuff that There's like lines up, even going back to like, you know, thousands of years ago and mm-hmm. Egyptians. And I'm, it, it, there's just too many things. Where I'm like, how how does this all happen without extra help from, you know, mm-hmm. humans are too stupid to have accomplished so many things like the pyramids itself. I'm like, boom, that, I don't understand how else that could. That's like insane. I know the materials, still a big argument. but the materials used to build the pyramids weren't even found in that area. Like how did, how do they have the Sleds technology to, to get, <laughs> I know some people get really pissed if you like suggest that well, yeah, they could have had going help because it could discredit them. It's going against mainstream or mainstream, <laughs> mainstream, mainstream. Yeah. Uh, Egyptologists. A lot of Egyptologists would laugh at us right now and be like, Oh, you guys are so stupid. Of course our people built these like, and that's the thing. Some people get angry because like by insinuating that aliens help build Egypt and the pyramids, then you're essentially calling the Egyptians stupid and they're not no. capable of doing that. And it's like, no, we're that's not saying that I, all the time. But people take it that yeah, way. Yeah, I can see that. But I personally believe like the aliens, you know, I, I would think haven't been back to that extent. Like as far as we know, aliens haven't come and helped build a giant thing since then. Theoretically. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like. I feel like they would have to trust the Egyptians in order to be like, okay, they're, they're, they're going to be able to handle this truth of like, you're not the only ones in the universe. Whereas right yeah. now I feel like they're kind of hiding and doing like weird subliminal messaging and shit like that. Mm-hmm. If they are here, because I feel like they're like, these idiots are not ready for this shit. Whereas I yeah. feel like back then maybe they were, they were here and willing to help. A little more highly evolved than us. That's what it seems like. So I'm like, I don't think it's saying that Egyptians are stupid at no. all. If no. anything, it's complimenting them. That's I totally see what you're saying is 
yeah, that back then they were taken seriously. Maybe they were taken seriously enough to be clued in and be part of the the broader universe right. that yeah. they thought they were higher enough spiritually to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, what I think is that it was even farther. I, I think there was a point at which if you go back even farther, the Sumerians and before that, I think there was some sort of extraterrestrial intervention early on in that we just don't have an accurate understanding of our ancient history and we don't fully understand the technology that and knowledge that these civilizations possessed. I mean, it, a lot of it's been hidden from us, right? Destroyed. Mm -hmm. It's been hidden or destroyed for sure. And who doesn't, you know, you can't disprove that they didn't have more advanced technology. I mean, we already know that the pyramids weren't, weren't freaking tombs. Like it wasn't, Mm -hmm. they didn't build these giant structures just for tombs. Mm -mm. These pyramids were built as pyramids for a reason. And they were lined up with the stars for a reason. That's what I'm saying. Like how literally, tell me how they knew that. I don't, unless maybe, okay, it wasn't aliens and maybe it was like insane technology, but like, how did they Mm -hmm. have that? We don't now. And like what happened along the way to where we lost that technology. Now we're like dumber. Like how did they know that? Right. And yeah, people would make the asking. argument that they were more spiritually enlightened than we were and they were tapped into a higher level of consciousness and uh, mm-hmm. the, basically a force field of, of energy that they channeled through the pyramids. I mean, clearly, because we cannot explain it now. Mm-hmm. So unless someone wants to step the fuck up and say how this was done, mm-hmm. then we're not going to stop questioning the possibilities and it shouldn't be found offensive to question them. No. In general. And it's not even just Egypt. There's so many places around the world where we're like, oh, that's weird. That lines up with this constellation mm-hmm. or this star, that and the other. And I'm like, okay, so if all these things were being built all, you know, in different places around the world, yeah. but it was so far it's back like that we had grid. no way to communicate with, you know, the other side of the world. Hey, are you building yeah. that thing to this star? Yeah, yeah we are. We're going to do that. Like, there's no way of doing that back then. So I'm like, okay, right. well, how did they know to all that's do it? such a good point. When you weren't, there was no such thing as hopping on a plane and going to discuss or getting on a phone call. It was, mm-hmm. you know, for all you knew, you were the only ones that existed on that planet. So really, there were only two options. They either had help from extraterrestrials or they had technology that they were more advanced than we even realize and they were right. beyond us right which is possible as well mm-hmm. um but yeah i i don't know that one's always super controversial <laughs> hey kendall and josh my name's whitney i'm from arizona uh i have listened to every episode in the last year during my commute to and from work and i just wanted to know what has been the most rewarding part of working so closely together on the podcast oh i like this one yeah you want to take that away? <laughs> oh my gosh, so many most rewarding things. thing. I think the one of the most rewarding things is as a couple, mm-hmm. the fact that we can talk about this stuff together and in such a way that is so engaging and intriguing to not only us but you guys as well. Mm-hmm. Cuz it's like one thing to just like have conversations as a couple like normally inside but it's a whole nother thing to come out here and then ha- try to replicate that, you know, on in this type of environment yeah. and have it be so, you know, come across the same way. Or hopefully that's how we're coming across. It's the same way <laughs> that we yeah. we normally talk to each other. Yeah. I mean, it can be hard. And people always say, like, don't work with your families or people will ask, like, how do you work together as a couple? Do you ever fight? And we, you know, fight just like any other couple. Janelle will tell you for sure. <laughs> but we also I think at the end of the day, having this project business having what we have made together at the end of the day and have this be something that we're both so invested in that we love so much really brings us together it's bonded us a ton like i feel like we've gotten so much closer since you 
quit just your regular job and started working on this because yeah. I mean, we just share so much. We have this passion together. We have, it's a dream and seeing it come true has just brought us closer together at the end of the day. I think. No, think? absolutely. It's brought us together. <laughs> I mean, I feel, I feel like especially after podcasting with you just more and more i've realized how much of like the same person we are like and I how know. much our thoughts really and and are like the same like we're Twin almost flame. like one thinking brain over here at the table like we're almost like thinking the same things and and very different brains but like the yeah, same at the same time right right <laughs> well just about our opinions i mean yeah. a lot we we don't differ on too many things mm -mm. so it's nice to be able to kind of sync up on here yeah <laughs> Uh oh! <laughs> Don't even get me started about the big man. Right? Ooh, that almost broke the whole show up, broke yeah. the marriage up, the whole Holy shit. shit. We almost had a huge just just blowout. <laughs> oh no! I mean, we were off, fine man. after. Yeah, no, we were. Oh all... yeah, can you imagine? We go inside and like fight it out for I real. Know. Like what? You don't believe in big fuck, babe? <laughs> I thought you believed. In I think that's what people thought. Guys, actually happened come on, man. <laughs> oh my god no we were all laughing at how much fun that sh uh, that yeah. episode was oh yeah one of my faves definitely the most most disliked of all time <laughs> but still one of my faves oh yeah <laughs> okay hi guys absolutely love your podcast i listen to all three my name is cassidy and i'm from edmonton alberta in canada and i was wondering what you guys think about hollywood predicting different events in movies do you think it's them getting us used to it or do you think it's complete coincidence let me know personally i think that hollywood works very closely with the people that kind of pull the strings right in a lot of things and <laughs> strings in a lot of things <laughs> but you know i think a lot of movies especially alien stuff is kind of meant to set us up for a certain outcome i think you could argue argue either way though i think yeah. some people would say that there's absolutely no connection and, and in fact hollywood follows up with things after you know real things happen and versus the ideas. other way around yeah they mm -hmm. take ideas from well you got to think too so much of hollywood is derived from literature and books and things like that and oftentimes a movie will come out about aliens and we don't even hear the fact that the director or the writer of the film actually derived most of this from a book that somebody wrote 60 years ago mm. so i that's I, a good point i think it's hard because i think obviously there's one-off scenarios where a movie will come out and i honestly can't even think of a single example in my head i don't where, think it's all movies but yeah where yeah not all movies but, but you I'm, don't think they want to like plant a certain could, image for society sure, for, for certain things yeah maybe not events but like just more casual movies getting you used to what life how might society look like. should be even or what's normal, accepting certain norms. I don't know. Well, I raised my eyebrow to Tom, at Tom DeLong, because I'm like, okay, is his To the Stars program, he's working with Hollywood. Like, that's kind of bizarre to these, like, yeah. he's in one way, like, exposing the truth to, like, UFOs and ufology and shit like that and trying to, like, yeah. get America or the world more exposed to it. But then he's also working directly with Hollywood. Yeah, to make these, to make content that gets the public ready for aliens yeah and, but we haven't seen shit from no we haven't shit yet so i don't, I don't know, know how much budget that's true actually, actually had. there's never been a movie like brought to you by tom <laughs> well there actually there was oh, i really? went and saw his movie a long time ago before to oh. the stars he did a space movie i'll have to show you oh. it sometime it's called love oh i saw it in theaters <laughs> but yeah i mean i think it's one of those things where we don't we don't have any way of like necessarily proving it but i wouldn't be shocked if 
if there is some presence in Hollywood and some guidance when it comes to like what can be shared or. Well, yeah, I mean, they run in similar circles. A lot mm-hmm. of these high profile Hollywood people are also friends with, you know, corporation owners, yeah. things like that. But it is weird about Tom because you think, I mean, it's kind of straight up admitting that they do make content in order to push us in a certain way. Or yeah, well, you've already ready admitted for that, certain things. That yeah. That's what the goal is to get people ready for what's coming in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's. To an extent. But we haven't seen anything yet, so. Mm-hmm. We'll be waiting. <laughs> we will. Hi, Kendall, Josh, and Janelle. My name's Caitlin. I'm from Dayton, Ohio. I love all three of your podcasts. My question is, if you got to meet an alien or extraterrestrial and ask them any question, what would it be? I would ask them probably, well, if they know the meaning of life. <laughs> Yeah, just cover the big one. That's kind of what I was Why are we too. here? Mm-hmm. Like, They're probably the gonna be like, we can't tell you. It's part of the universal experience. <laughs> it's like you wasted your question, you dumb, yeah. stupid human. <laughs> That's all I, I don't even know the answer to that. Yeah, maybe they don't know either. <laughs> it's possible. True. I mean, just because they're super intelligent doesn't mean they know everything. Mm-hmm. I think the first question that pops into my mind is probably not the most important thing to ask, but I really want to know what they think of our, what they would think of our culture. Just TikTok or... <laughs> Yeah, I just want to know. They'd probably be like, you guys look like a bunch of of our Hollywood and our celebrities and (laughs) our obsessions with butts. That's what I really want to know about what they think about our butt obsession. Our butt obsession? Yeah. Like, we have no. Because I think that aliens are going to think that's really strange. Maybe they're really like superficial to some aliens. They love butts and they can alien ass. I don't know. Alien ass. (laughs) Alien ass. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I would ask. Do you guys have, do you get alien ass? (laughs) Do you like alien ass? I would want to know if they could see if they have psychic abilities, if they can see both the future and the past, or if mm. they have the ability to see to the other side, if they That's can see one. other dimensions and ask them yeah. if those exist. Like, is that all real? Can we actually travel backwards in time? Can we yeah, that's actually a way communicate question. to... Then what do you think of our butts? <laughs> like, people, people, butt. People, people, butt. <laughs> I don't know why Me it just like sounded like a butt. little Star Wars droid. Beeple, but beeple, big butt. <laughs> Maybe a good question, though, would be what what else do you know about the universe? Like, tell me what other, Is what there other, other races humans out are there? out there. Yeah, that'd what be other cool. planets are out there? Is our DNA elsewhere in the universe? Ooh. And what if they're like, yes, yes, there's a whole galaxy filled with humans. I'd be like, oh, get away. Yeah, stay away. <laughs> what if we found out that, that there is another galaxy that's just a bunch of Earth-like planets where there's just humans exactly like us living it out. like, And then they create a dating app that's like interdimensional, inner like... <laughs> interstellar, <laughs> interstellar dating. Oh, that could be a whole show for TLC. Interstellar Forget dating. nine day fiance, fucking planetary fiance, interplanet fiance. You have 90 days on Earth to fall in love with this Earthling, otherwise you're going back to your other planet. <laughs> or you're just going to Mars. <laughs> Hi, Kendall and Josh. This is Sophia from Atlanta. My question to you guys is, what are some things that have become normal in COVID times that you think will never go back to normal? Um, Spacing, masks, venues, that sort of thing. Love y'all. Just proper hygiene and sanitation. (laughs) Right? (laughs) People actually wash their hands after going to the bathroom, that your Chipotle worker is washing his hands after he goes to the bathroom, (laughs) that people are just conscious of the fact that bacteria grows on our hands. 
I'm just more conscious of that. I used to be a lot more nasty. Me too. I was gonna say I'm pretty nasty, but now I think I've we all like yeah see a hand sanitizer pump and we like gravitate towards it. Oh, yeah. yeah, you go into a store, you're like, "Where's this sanitizer?" Oh. You're like, oh yeah. Do you feel ever just like dirty after even leaving a Target? I feel like my that hands like I just digged in the dude. mud. I literally went to the this like surgery center to pick up my mom. She's having this little procedure done, and um, I picked her up, and I was like, I don't know, I was just like in the hospital and like pulling doors and shit. And afterwards, I was like, oh yeah, I had a germy, germy, germy. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can ever like the big one. I've always said is bowling. I don't know if I'll ever be able to do that again because it now I'm just too aware of it's things. a dead sport. <laughs> But it's interesting, Janelle and I were talking about the other day, it looks like flu numbers actually were way down this year because people were just being cleaner masks and clean. wearing masks. Yep. So maybe we'll keep some of our newfound, you know, fashion accessories. Yeah, it'd be really cool if it was like <laughs> for fashion accessories. <laughs> what I was going to say, seriously, are protection skills, but that's fine. But what if people like, you know, it was the norm. If you are sick and you have to go out, yeah. you wear a mask and people aren't looking at you like, what the fuck? Yeah, or if you're sick and you tell your employer that they actually just believe you and tell you, like, <laughs> don't come in then because yeah, I don't want to affect the rest of the office. True. Because normally they'd be like, please just come in. They'd be like, or, suck it up. Yeah. Like, unless yeah, you're... now it's like, don't, don't fucking come. <laughs> if you might be sick. sore throat, don't come. <laughs> yeah, please stay home. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think a lot of things, I don't know, like what will actually stick long term, like year, yeah. uh, maybe after the first year or two, we'll like retain some of it, but I don't know how long. I mean, we probably won't take too long to go back to our old nasty ways, though. I mm -hmm. hope they put restrictions on all events, like all big gatherings. Like restrictions, I'd be totally down on the amount of people and spacing. Mm -hmm. Like at concerts would be awesome. Then there's less See, possibility of tickets. And Why? I love, I love the energy of like people around me in concerts. Like people You're like sick. dancing next to me, or and <laughs> She's like a Leo. it's like my fucking. It gives me life. Whereas like the thought of like having like spaced out six feet with your little like because remember for a while they were doing concerts with like little booths almost oh yeah Ugh, well it doesn't terrible. have to be that bad like i'm just saying that if i go to a sporting event <laughs> i don't want to be shoulder to shoulder with my neighbor you That's, know like a sporting event's different yeah, if, yeah. I feel that. if they just made these damn companies <laughs> to make a little less profit <gasps> no. and give us a little more space on airplanes like yeah. okay that's true one. that's yeah. a good point space it out this should be two seats per row not three you don't need to cram <laughs> someone in the middle this ain't the fucking or if you, they took like two rows out of most here. airplanes you'd have so much more just extra yes. room put the middle row out yeah just mm. something yeah that would be nice to have a little more spacing or the movie theater that's nice to you know yeah get not being directly next shoulder to someone. Shoulder to shoulder with people. Because you never know what they could be sick with. Yeah, and yeah. it gives you more privacy. It's a more enjoyable experience, which will bring the companies more business. It's <laughs> mm, true, Josh. People Good points. Good points. More enjoying themselves. I mean, uh, that's at least me. I want to know what you guys think. Do you wish it would just all go back to the way it was, or should we take some new found ticks and tricks? Tips tricks and, and tips from our quarantine life <laughs> mm -hmm. and try to bring them into our normal routines. I'm really, I will say this. I'm really enjoying the whole, like if you do go out to eat, they're like really far apart. The tables. Yeah. Like, that's you nice. are like barely near anyone. You can have your own conversation. You can't really mm -hmm. hear anyone. Yeah. So that's nice. It's nice that you get to use QR codes. Most oh, places yeah, like the menus are gone. Cause those are pretty nasty too. Most of the time yeah. at most it's just places. like convenient. Like everyone, why not? Yeah. Everyone has their phone. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm gonna miss the masks. I personally like wearing a mask. I find it to be like a little safety blanket mm -hmm. for me, and I can make weird faces under, and no one knows what I'm doing with my mouth. I can talk shit under my breath to like random people. Do you ever just make me. like weird faces at someone? Yeah, all the time. Like at 
the checkout especially like, now because i know that no one sees me doing it i like have more of a reason to yeah, do it it's fun <laughs> it's fun it's like right, i'm a secret agent all right next question hey guys it's kylie and my question for the podcast is if you were gonna be reincarnated what would you be reincarnated to we kind of asked something similar on the sesh yeah. last week to the boys, but we didn't get to answer it. Oh yeah, we asked what your spirit answer. A but we've definitely answered this before. I I know I've answered this. Somewhere. A non-human. For me, the answer hasn't changed. It's still a cat, a house cat. <laughs> oh yeah, a cat. <laughs> what would you be? They've got the best lives. Uh, it would be cool to be an octopus for sure. That'd be really cool to be. I feel like that's just like me in another life, mm-hmm. just yeah. like gliding through the water. And then all of a sudden, like a shark pops out, and I just turn into like a leaf. <laughs> what? And, a leaf? And then like I grab a seashell and just like pull okay. it on my head like a shield. <laughs> all right. That if there's that great octopus movie on Netflix, it's so good. I cried at the end. Oh yeah, you did. I woke up it's and he was like, crying. So <laughs> to an beautiful. octopus yeah. movie. He's like, uh, I was watching it's called octopus. The octopus teacher. Or something. The octopus. <laughs> <laughs> The octopus teacher, or the my teacher, the octopus. I think it's something like that. Mm. Very good movie, and it made me truly connect with my past self. Mm. Nice. Oh yeah. What about you? Oh, I would probably be a sea turtle because I feel like it would oh, be cool. Extremely, we could hang out. Yeah, we could hang out. We'd be friends. <laughs> I feel like it'd be so peaceful to just like swim through right? the ocean, just gliding, oh. and they're like, they're. I feel like they're so like wise. <laughs> Yeah, they are. <laughs> I don't know. I just really, I they love do sea give turtles. the wise vibes. I've always loved sea turtles well, so much. Fuck, I can't be a house cat if you two are going to be in the ocean. All right, what ocean I'll be animal? A, I'll be a dolphin and ride around with you guys. Okay, that's sick. Us three rolling the ocean, dude. That'd be dope. No one would fuck with us. Dolphins no. keep everything away. That's Everything's yeah, afraid you of would dolphins. Keep no my one's ass eating safe. turtles yeah. as far as I remember. Maybe some sharks. I don't know. And then octopus. <laughs> well, hopefully you can just camouflage. So yeah, mm-hmm. I would just blend in. <laughs> Good plan, guys. For our next Excellent. life. Excellent. <laughs> Hey guys, love Mile Higher. Uh, I'm from Sydney, Australia, and I, I just want to know, do you believe in ghosts? And have any of you guys ever had a ghostly or paranormal experience? Because I'd love to hear about it. Um, and also come back to Sydney when COVID is over. Okay, thank you. Bye. Oh, that sounds so nice. Wow. I want to go back to Sydney. <laughs> Fucking love Sydney. Me too. Love Melbourne. Yes. Love Canes. Yeah, I want to go to cool. uh, the other side, the east or the west coast of Australia, mm. Perth. I want to visit Perth. I heard Perth is just beautiful. Do the Gold Coast as well. Yeah, oh, we just got to yeah, go we, back to Australia. I know. There's a lot to see there. But ghosts, you believe in ghosts? I yes, I I do believe in spirits, but I don't know if the encounters that I've personally had are parent if they're ghosts or if they're something else. You know, but I have had a paranormal experience which I won't bore you guys with the details of that today because I have I know I've told it on plenty of the shows before. Yeah, on my we don't YouTube have anything and stuff, super but, like crazy, I don't think. No, I think, to us. I mean, I did get a scratch on my chest. Yeah. <laughs> but I believe, I mean, I really do believe that that happened to me. Um, you think that was an evil spirit? I don't know what it was, but I know it wasn't anything in our apartment. It wasn't me. It was five fingers down, but I had soft nails i mean now i'm gonna get into the whole story but (laughs) yeah i mean that that experience was enough and then i saw something like i and i told you the next day i mean i like know what i saw i think our cat saw something too 
Yeah. Yes. And our cat in that apartment where I was having all those things kept it was in like our freaking bedroom. out at our a certain corner of our room. Yeah. But I think that was a real paranormal experience. I really do. Um, yeah. But I haven't had anything since. But I've heard enough of people's stories that I definitely believe in mm-hmm. ghosts and sometimes, paranormal. I mm-hmm. think sometimes people get ghosts you know ghost is kind of a blanket term to put on all all, like a lot of types of paranormal activity because sometimes i don't think necessarily we're talking about when weird things happen i don't necessarily think that you've got a full-blown conscious spirit that's doing something there's there's something there's different types of of spirits there's different types of you know you could even call it residual energy that's left behind by another you know mm. if you believe that we are carriers of energy that that's essentially what we are we're these lower energetic energy. you know and so sometimes you can leave behind negative energy if you're a really negative person or you have a really negative Ooh. experience mm. in a location there's a possibility of leaving that residual energy behind unless you cleanse the space you clear out that negativity so sometimes this residual energy can be can actually cause strange things to happen yeah that makes total sense or people who have places where people have died mm-hmm. maybe it's not an right. actual spirit haunting or their spirit it's just the energy the of what happened energy. to them and, right yeah yeah how do we really really know? traumatic death would have a lot of negative residual energy left behind mm-hmm. yeah. with the body because i mean the soul moves on but the body stays behind and that residual energy is still there have you ever had a paranormal experience josh like yourself um nothing that i was like that was a spirit it's i've had weird things happen where i've thought i've even you know i've i used to think i had an angel like watching out for me because i've had a when i was much younger and more religious i used to believe in angels and i had a couple weird experiences where where literally i had locked like my keys in the car and i like basically asked this angel for help and then all of a sudden my my car was unlocked like i was able to get back into well maybe it. you really do i mean you could call that like a you know a higher being or a higher self right. or a guide an ancestor of some yeah. spirit guide yeah and at the time i just interpreted it as like a guardian angel because that's what my parents always told me that's what i would call mine too because i had the same type of thing as a kid where i was communicating with something and thought i had this like i would call it a guardian angel too because that's what my friend called her and maybe that is what it is i mean i don't know but it's things like that. I've never, mm-hmm. I'm going to actively seek out in the future. <laughs> of parano- course you paranormal are. Experience. This I'm, guy wants it bad. On Ugh. Lights Out, we're planning to do a couple lockdowns in some uh, oh my haunted God. places Ew. and attempt to contact. No I'm going to have to sage your ass way. when you get home. Uh-uh. Yeah. Don't worry. We, we will not be going on that. Oh, hell no. We're not going on Lock that. myself in a dark haunted location why do you want to do that i want i need to do it for my my logical brain what if nothing to, happens then i will keep going on i'll keep <laughs> going oh my God. Spot. but it, that's the thing is i i do truly believe in the paranormal i do truly believe there is an another realm a spiritual realm of some sort or an, the other side as others call it where you go afterwards and you know there's a whole process that happens when you mm. when you pass and it does matter how you do pass and it does matter what happens to you in, mm-hmm. in the manner in which you go mm-hmm. yeah because that can affect the location it can affect those surrounded by it it can affect you can even affect objects where an object mm-hmm. carries your carries your energy mm-hmm. and becomes a haunted object or a haunted house right or mm-hmm. you can just straight up inhabit these things and keep yourself on earth mm-hmm. in a spirit form yeah that's really interesting 
I, I guess to me, like it's never been a weird kind of like out there thing because both my parents openly believe in ghosts and always told me right. that. And I so. was only told that it's all evil. It's all demonic. It Stay away from all of it because you are on the highway to hell if you go that route. <laughs> the highway to hell. You'll be having, Your dad actually said that one time, huh? Highway. Yeah, he did. He was like, Josh, you're on the <laughs> He sings you the song and you're like, hell. yeah, I am. Fuck yeah. It's like, <laughs> he sings you coming with? <laughs> but that's just my take on it. Hi, Kendall and Josh. This is Jill from Louisiana. I was wondering if you had the chance, would you consider experimenting with DMT? Oh, this is a good question. You don't want to ask me this. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all know Josh's answer. Come on. Anyone who watches the show knows that you would if you had the chance. Yeah, right? I, I'm so it, it, DMT is a very interesting thing because there's actually different types of DMT. There's 5-MeO DMT, which is the most powerful psychedelic known to man. And what most people who take 5-MeO DMT say is that it's literally experiencing death. I mean, you're you're completely experiencing death. You're completely leaving this whole thing behind and you're getting blasted off to another another realm. That's 5-MeO DMT, but there's different. There's other formulations of it, I guess you could mm -hmm. say, that are less potent than that. But if you did not know this, we contain DMT naturally in our bodies and it releases when we actually die. So there's a lot of controversy around DMT and whether or not we are supposed to trigger that response on our own or if that's something that we're only supposed to experience in our death, which that's the reason why I don't know if I would ever, um, I, I don't know, like part of me really wants to because I want to experience things, but I also don't know if I could handle that. Like that sounds just really intense experience at death. I mean, yeah. I've heard some yeah crazy some crazy experiences and stuff i don't i don't know i'm a little afraid of it but i don't think i would say i would never do it maybe no. the, when i'm a little older yeah and again there's different ways to do it too you know you don't need to blast off like you know with mm -hmm. with the the powder form i mean you could do ayahuasca which is less less intense you can do small doses at first where you're not really like completely blasting off you know there's a threshold to it like a lot of people mm -hmm. describe it as it's almost like you know, there's this veil that when you take even a small amount of DMT, you're kind of going up to that veil. But then if you take enough, a larger dose and you blast through mm -hmm. that and your experience varies greatly from before you go through the veil and after going through the veil, a totally different experience, way more intense, way more, you know, if you're looking mm -hmm. for that true, complete dissolve everything yeah. you know, <laughs> and, and experiencing what's after Ego this, and, oh, then yeah. that's, you know, you break through that threshold you do something really really powerful but ayahuasca a lot of people say it's more of a, a much more tame introduction to dmt where you're kind yeah. of like you you slowly go into it as opposed to just blasting off which if you don't know what ayahuasca is it's like a mixture of dmt and other um yeah an amazonian brew and, yeah it's a brew that the indigenous they've people been using for a long time so you can actually go and get an authentic experience yep. i just talked about it on the sesh Mm -hmm. on the last episode oh, i nice. have to go check it out nice <laughs> so yes both of us are very open to dmt yeah open but afraid <laughs> hey kendall and josh my name is hannah and i'm from vancouver canada i was wondering if either of you have felt heightened anxiety or if your mental health has been negatively impacted from learning talking and researching so many true crime cases i hope you guys are doing well Okay, I think it would be straight up lying to say, no, not at all. I'm just invincible. I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, I have been. Especially the ones where where I have worked with family members. I mean, it sometimes it gets into like my dreams or 
I'll get scared of something I'm covering or it'll create anxiety. It's worth it. I love it. It has a lasting impact on you even after we record. I feel like it'd be pretty impossible to not have it be, have it have a lasting impact on you. Especially some of the stuff we work on so long. Like I just get really attached and yeah. Yeah. It really depends on what we're talking about. It's easier for you. For me, I'm just better at like wiping the slate clean. Yeah, I struggle with that every day. I just wipe it clean after every episode of wipe it clean because uh, because I get so like when I am working on a case, I get very laser focused and I want to know as much as I can about this particular topic before recording and things like that, that, you know, I put all that effort in. But then afterwards, I kind of release it and kind of dump it, dump the information so that I can then take on a whole new thing because we move so quickly through Mm -hmm. these cases that you can't dwell on it too long yeah, otherwise three days this work. podcast would have been over years ago yeah true well your mental health would like completely f- get fucked right mm-hmm. like i mean i spend two days editing a kendall ray video and then it goes up and i can't just sit there and like obsess over otherwise my yeah. my anxiety which is already at risk will literally like mm-hmm. overcome me so i like have to really try and focus on like okay and submit and now Go do something else. Like, yeah. Focus on something else. I have that same that same exact experience with recording, especially after I record. I get so amped up about what I've just talked about that it's hard to like stop talking mm-hmm. about it or stop thinking about it. And sometimes I'll go to Josh and be like telling him all these details, and he's like, "Whoa," mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah, it, you can definitely get into it. But it's like all about work life balance, yeah. and for me, it's really important to fill my downtime with things that are really lighthearted and fun. Bachelor, really good yeah. stuff. <laughs> fucking bachelor you love that show dude oh my god don't Josh. tell anybody <laughs> you're such a hopeless romantic i love you i just want to be on the show once oh, oh my, my god, god. <laughs> okay that's what i Pitch dream it. about at night um, send in a letter <laughs> why don't chris you go Harrison. apply yeah i was gonna say apply to be the new chris then you don't have to be in it but you can still like Ladies, this is the final rose for the evening. Just for fun. Why like, do you wanna... I'm obviously not going to end up with any of them at the end anyway. But you're so... married to me. Yeah, no physical contact because it's COVID. But... <laughs> so you want to do the fantasy suite? <laughs> well, 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 we'll play mind games. <laughs> what? Mind games, you know. Mind games. Yeah, there's no physical touch, but you can play mind games. And there you go. Saul's... <laughs> That'd be really entertaining for TV. I'm sure people would love it. But imagine having conversations about aliens and conspiracies on The Bachelor and... What? Imagine talking shit about ABC while on the show. Yeah, that'll make the cut. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to pick you now. Hi guys, I'm Katie and I'm from Wales in the UK. Uh, and I'm just wondering if there are any topics that you've been wanting to do for a long time, uh, maybe even since the start of the podcast, but you've never done them because you haven't gotten around to it or there's just too much to talk about or maybe another reason. Thanks. Love you guys. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of topics that fit into all those categories you just said. We haven't gotten around to it or we haven't like we've been too overwhelmed to even start the process because it's so huge or just straight up fear, honestly, from YouTube that they're going to punish our channel by talking about certain things. There's definitely some topics out there that we just know. Yeah. Would really. Yeah. Would really affect our our business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, in this world, you can't talk about everything mm-hmm. without repercussions to that and the systems are still really new and they're like they fly right. fucking everything yeah and so even though like we really always hard. would approach things very open-minded and very like you know look at look at all sides and stuff it's just some of it's just far too sensitive to to talk about 
mm-hmm. on on a large platform. Yeah, like there's this. stuff like, that's too sensitive too. Like we talk about personally and amongst ourselves, but when we think about like actually recording it, it's sometimes right. like, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you know, also it can be a little risky. T- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of be risky. Of like it is. fear of like how you know the viewers or listeners may respond. To be honest, or mm-hmm. sometimes it's even just like some topic if you talk about it, it'll automatically put you in this like group and like then mm-hmm. you got in, yeah. in order to be like you know c- taken seriously as mm-hmm. someone who talks about conspiracies you have to keep a level of skepticism and so if right. we just talked about every conspiracy out there you know there's a lot that could like really damage our, our reputation yeah. of like trying to you know maintain an open mind but also not believing fucking everything and ha- making sure that the things we do share have evidence have reasons to ponder them they're not just pulled from nowhere because Mm -hmm. yeah there's there's definitely plenty of that but yeah there's just a huge risk with youtube as well i'd say that's a probably the biggest factor is we know that our channel has been probably put on lists that limit it from the exposure that we get like other channels we own they can get out to the browse features and reach new audience members a lot more easily than ours we've kind of been forever (laughs) Yeah, shadow on the, well, yeah, a little bit shadow especially banned. Especially a little now, bit, the, a little bit. The yeah. word conspiracy just is looked yeah. at so negatively by because people have no understanding for the even the meaning people. of that word. Like, right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so many people just are so quick to dismiss people that discuss conspiracies, or because there's this concept, and obviously, you know, the media doesn't help, but it's portrayed that everybody who talks about conspiracies or looks at them mm-hmm. just from a logical point of view, just because you're interested in yeah. them is somehow involved in the crazies right. that that's, you know, ruin it for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even if we did a topic where we were super unbiased right. about it and covered both sides, Still YouTube doesn't get, see it no, that way. No. They're gonna see conspiracy. They're yeah. even covering it. They so. don't care our take on it. Boom. They don't care how we deliver it. It doesn't matter because mm-hmm. they have rules in place to eliminate that from the platform because yeah. they don't want that on their platform. Yeah. And we've we've literally seen it because we know that we we really like covered a lot of things in the early days that YouTube probably wouldn't be cool this covering. And it, I think it's affected this channel. I mean, this channel, we've had a lot of issues with it over the years. Random shit, no yeah. answers, things taken down for no reason. So yeah, we were like, eventually we just realized we have to play it somewhat safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, do you guys want a podcast or not? <laughs> right. At the end of the day, <laughs> three strikes and you're out and they just delete you. Yeah. So, and this is just where the majority of our audience comes from. People will always be like, well, can you just post to another platform? I'm like, well, we could, but most of our audience won't right. watch it. It's not worth it. <laughs> That'll be a problem. Yeah. We have sponsors. We like, there is a business aspect to the show. So it's not just, I mean, but we are, we are considering doing some type of membership where we can post content so we can keep it off of YouTube and it would just go to people who signed up for it. But I don't know. We're just kind of looking, looking at our options with that. For sure. Hi there, this is Desiree from Vancouver Island, Canada. Hi there. I was just wondering what your all's favorite way to consume cannabis was. Thank you. Bye. That's so I funny. Love her voice. We it's just answered this on the sesh. We did. Yeah, we did just answer this. Which I, I was on the sesh, by the way. Yeah, I do like her voice. Yeah. Hey, check out the sesh. Josh was just on it. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll link the episode and below. Kendall or Kendall's boyfriend. Kendall's <laughs> boyfriend, John. And Kendall's other boyfriend. I can't even keep it straight anymore. <laughs> yes, and John joined us. So what's your favorite way? I, I already know Kendall's because it's the way she does it every day. I don't know if I can say it on YouTube. It's a water pipe. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the word for it. Flower. Water pipe. I like flower. You're a flower girl. Mm-hmm. 
I'm a flower girl. I like the J's. Definitely yep. enjoy my J's. And some Eddie's are always good too. Oh yeah. What about you, Janelle? Uh, the greens. For the greens in, mm. a, in a... Just like you, Kendall. Just yep. gonna say that. Yep. <laughs> just yep. like that. Earth, wind, fire. <laughs> but I love CBD. And water. Yeah, and Earth, water. Fire, water. And water. Yeah, <laughs> don't the forget the water. Together. That's right. Yeah, don't forget the water. That's guys. so true. <laughs> yeah, which I have done before. Yeah, it is a water right. pipe for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think us, the people, or the 99% will ever overthrow the elite 1% in the future? Yes. Oh, you think we really? will? Yes. How the hell? It'll take a lot of organization. It's going to take a while, but we will get there. I don't believe that because I think some people care, but a majority of people just don't give a fuck. And they're fine with living in this. I mean, what we're living and in. And I mean, that's assuming now. that... People are very comfortable. Things keep moving forward. But if you think about it, if you look at our society now versus even 50 years ago, it's changed dramatically. It's gotten people are starting to sort of you want to use the word wake up. People are starting to realize mm-hmm. like, OK, like, yeah, things are at least kind people of are aware of the one percent. Yeah. And, and like mm-hmm. we're getting more transparency from from people who are involved with the elite on the front of, you know, people like Bernie Sanders, who I really think is in there to, for the people like actually trying to make changes too. and that we now know that the Pentagon wasn't fucking audited forever and their money was just getting put, but now we're, you know, it's going to change. I think it's going to be a slow change, obviously, because we are in this very divided state. We're trying to figure out like, you know, where do we go as like, we're trying to all find our identity at once. It almost feels like, and, and our leaders aren't making that easy for us because it's just so confusing and everybody's just like back and forth, Mm -hmm. you know, it's all over the place, but I think with time and as technology evolves, I think technology is also going to help us move forward as a society because it's going to give people more access to not only information, but to the vital things we need to survive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge too, is bringing up the world, you know, instead of the wealth gap getting larger and larger, which that's what's happening right now. If we more, enough people realize that that's what's happening and start making the, you know, the right decisions as business owners and, you, have you guys heard about the CEO who like cut his salary by a mm-hmm. million dollars and pays him? Oh. He pays every employee of his seventy thousand at least. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I didn't. And he that. took a million dollar uh, cut on his own check just to provide his employees with that. Good. That should be the standard. So, right. That's, I'm sure he has plenty. Right. So you move forward in that kind of way, and you people are more self aware. Hopefully, the new generation's more self aware. Not That's quite true. sure yet, but mm-hmm. and this latest stock market thing. I mean, that was right. a big fuck you to the 1%, People right? Are like, and let's be real, a lot of the 1% or elites are old. Yeah. <laughs> They're old. They're old. But they have like the next they person ha- lined yeah. up. Though. They do. Yeah. But I think with time, we will. We That's will optimistic. I don't, yeah. I disagree. Sadly, I wish I was on the same page. I feel like people are too lazy to care. And I don't think that they're going to like actually do what it takes to, to take it all back, you know? Are we going to actually have a revolution? I don't know. Maybe but we will. what if people have, I mean, what if people have access to people have to at least admit that it make you think more like what if it becomes more normal yeah. for people to yes. think deeper? And- I guess maybe with hundreds of years or something. It's not happening anytime soon. <laughs> hundreds I don't of think. years. Okay. Right. I don't think we're going to overthrow the 1% in a, in the next couple of years. <laughs> with the help. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe AI, I'm just negative. The help of AI. Yes. 
Hey guys, I am Jessica from Virginia, and I was just wondering what you guys thought about Delta 8 THC, because it's popping up everywhere in the local tobacco stores, and I just wondered it what is, you girl. guys thought is about it. Is it really? Mm-hmm. I've it's never seen over. it. I should look hard. I haven't looked it's, hard. It's just popular, too. Everyone on TikTok's talking about it, too. Delta 8. So you can just get it, like, any mm-hmm. state right now? Yep. Any state's wow. legal. Completely legal. Right it's, now. Right now, but they're trying to change. It's oh, getting. I'm sure. It's literally going to be shut down any day. Like <sighs> they're literally working on shutting down Delta Eight as we speak, and there, there's Congress members that are actually pushing the DEA to to revise uh, the farm bill to basically make all THC anything that is THC period end of story is illegal. Um, so that's what they're trying because right now it's kind of this like loophole that they figured out that you can basically synthesize this Delta Eight from hemp. Um, and create this delta 8 thc which, which just to clarify not anything with thc you can still have full spectrum cbd products uh, right as long as it has less than 0.3 percent mm-hmm. that is that is the which we might do that eventually yeah just wh- in addition to our products which are completely thc free right now right all of our consumables yep so with delta 8 i actually tried some delta 8 um and actually we just got i got some uh delta 8 flour actually I'm interested to see what that is. So basically Delta eight is uh, it ends up being this type of liquid form pretty much that you end up, you know, you can either vape it or you can, I guess, use it to infuse things with a Delta eight THC, but it's, it's definitely got a very different, different feel to it from just uh Delta nine THC. Mm-hmm. It definitely, I don't even know if I like it as much. It's supposed to be like the less potent, more like chill version of it. But it honestly just made me feel kind of weird. Really? Like I could really feel a difference with it. I need to try it. It Didn't definitely you gets some? you high for sure. Really? Yeah, it definitely makes you feel kind of that like normal weed high, but just less and way less intense. Mm. Um, But it made my body feel just kind of weird, like kind of off. I don't huh. know. But yeah, it's legal right now. Weird. You can buy it online. So get it while you can, because they're going to be making that shit illegal very soon. That's crazy. Of course. Of course. Yep. Hi, Kendall, Josh, and Janelle. My name is Jalen. I'm from Ohio, and I've been watching you guys for so long. I love you so much. And my question to you is, do you ever plan on making THC-infused gummies? Because I just bought my first CBD gummies from you guys. Yeah, so many of you guys have asked us about this, so I guess we should explain. We we can't do anything with THC, obviously, for the reason we just explained. Um, we might do some stuff locally in Colorado one day, but that would be kind of the starting point. Until it's legalized. Until then, it's legalized, and yeah. And then you can buy it online. But as of right now, we're, we're pretty limited, and we're trying to just, you know, stay out of trouble. <laughs> Well, not only that, I mean, we're we're super focused on the medicinal properties yeah. of CBD. I mean, we really believe in CBD. We do. It's really good stuff. And you don't need to get high to get relief. You know, like Mm-mm. you can get that relief from CBD mm-hmm. in a very powerful way without the high. Obviously, being high is fun, but, you know, CBD gives you all of the same benefits. Although I will say there's a huge benefit of being able to go to the dispensary and purchase mm-hmm. like a, um, a cream or salve or yeah. something that's mostly CBD, but does have somewhat THC in it because the mm-hmm. two together just really amp up like the medicinal properties. It's true. THC does help yeah. CBD perform better. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's why it's in a lot of, especially body products, there'll be a lot of one-to-one things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, it, 
when we can do it, we're going to do it. We will. 100%. One day. And that's our last question for today. So if you guys want to be included in the next one, make sure to follow us on mile on Instagram at mile higher pod. Mm -hmm. And we accept voice memos via message. So definitely check that out. Yeah. Some people were asking questions like, how do you actually submit it? You need to go and send us like a direct message or a request. You typically have to request it unless we've already like messaged you in the past Mm -hmm. but most of the time you need to send a request so that's how you do it just for future reference and then we'll always you know post a story or some type of post letting you guys know that we're doing the q a so Mm -hmm. yeah yep and we will be back next week with a i don't know what to call it i guess it's going to be kind of conspiracy but it's a little true crime too a little mixture we're talking about the royal family touching on some things that we want to bring up and go a little more in depth into after. really dissect it. Yeah. I really want to like break it down and it's, it's very complicated and complex. I know. So it's going to be intense. I yeah. I'm like going to learn a lot over the next week. I'm excited, <laughs> but yeah, we have a lot of good episodes planned and a lot of exciting things planned guys. We actually just signed the lease to our new studio, which is pretty exciting news. I wanted to tell you guys that because I have been complaining quite a bit on the show about how we don't have good enough Wi-Fi here to have remote guests. And it's been something that's driven me insane. And Josh has done his best to make that happen. But we are recording out of a garage. In our, in our, yeah. And we like the area we live, we don't have access to, um, what's it called? Fiber. fiber yeah, well, we don't. We're on a, a Wi-Fi extender out here from yeah. the house. Because <laughs> our, our garage is mm-hmm. quite a ways away from our house. So we have to kind of borrow the internet from it. And it's very weak signal yeah. here. There's no way to get it out here otherwise. So, mm-hmm. which has been like such a problem over the last year because we did have a pandemic and we haven't been able to have any guests in person. And we built this whole studio to have guests on the show I know. to God. extend all of our knowledge to, you know, people that can come in and just kind of explain things that are experts about things that can go deeper than we were able to, or just have interesting conversations yeah. with people. Yeah, and it's been it's been the goal all along. And every time I bring up doing Skype interviews or uh, Zoom or whatever, Josh is always like freaked out. Like, but what if it? What if the connection falls out? We can barely play a YouTube video in here. Yeah, 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 it's hard. And then you were like, you don't want to like talk over someone, and then there's a delay, and it's all like kind of stressful. So we decided to make the change to a a different building where we can have really good internet. And eventually we'll be able to have physical guests as well. But just having the option to, yeah, just yeah. having that option is going to Well, be and huge. having more space. Like a lot of you have asked, like, do you, how do you guys do your three shows out of this <laughs> That's one That's like thing? one of the most asked questions it I is. feel It's like. really fun. You want to know how I do it? I literally get a stool right here. <laughs> and I so get up jank. on a stool and there's hooks on the ceiling here. So I literally have to get up here, yeah. manually pull this <laughs> big old sign off the wall and then I have to go get another one and put it up for every show, which is, I'm not complaining. It works. It's been great. Yeah, it has. But it is it is a little bit of a pain. And so we'll have a bigger space. We might even have three different sets going on, one for each of the shows so that we don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody can kind of have their own unique set. Like we yeah. reuse a lot of the same That's things the thing. for the different shows. <laughs> yeah. like it, yeah. It's not drastically different between the sesh lights yeah. out and mm-hmm. mile higher because it's the same background, same props that we have in here pretty much. Yeah. Our yeah. same lava lamp that <laughs> lava lamps and salt lamps. Yeah. So. Yeah. And doing all these different shows and we're ready to expand yeah. and mm-hmm. kind of like really like kind of find our individual vibe for each show and which will just help us feel more comfortable with mm-hmm. recording. And yeah. it's hard because I literally sit in this exact spot when I do lights <laughs> out 
So yeah. sometimes I'm in lights out mode on mile higher and it mm-hmm. sometimes is, feels a little weird because I'm like, well, you need like a physical change. Up. I need a different scenery, different yeah. setup, different chair, like something. Cause like <laughs> it's all blending together. It is. Yeah. So we're hoping to kind of, you know, create a new experience yeah. for everybody on each of the shows in the near future. Well, I think we're going to do it. I mean, our new studio is awesome. It's really big. We have plenty of space and I did want to ask you guys, um, if you have any, we do have a lot of fan art that you guys have sent us over the years that we're collecting and we want to just put on a big fan art, fan art wall. But if you guys have any, we do have a PO box. If any of you would like to draw a picture or, you know, whatever your art, may whatever be. you want to just yeah. fill the studio with fan art and stuff from you guys and postcards. And so, yeah, our PO box is linked below on YouTube. If you're watching there. Yeah. We should like dedicate a whole wall to like fan. Yeah. Art. I'm just like. Yeah, that'd be cool. I was thinking like a postcard wall too, which yeah. I wanted to do that with the this studio, but there's just not enough room in here. Like we just don't have a ton of wall space where it gets like a little bit crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited for it. Lots of big changes coming and we're going to take it all up a mile higher. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for joining us for this episode of the Mile Higher podcast. We'll go ahead and wrap it up there. But hopefully you found it interesting. I mean, we enjoy doing these episodes. It gives us kind of a break from the the usual deep dive mm-hmm. on, a, on a topic to really just kind of casually chat. To chill and be ourselves a little bit more. Yeah, and I'm sure it's interesting for people to hear like our thoughts and opinions on yeah. things that you might have wondered about um, or questions you might have wanted to ask us. So thank you again for all those that submitted the questions for today's episode. Really appreciate it. Love hearing your voices. But that's it for us today. Make sure to take your mind a mile higher and we will see you guys next week.